Welcome to Critical Drinking. I'm Kevin Regan. I'm Tyler Ksepsky. And this is the podcast where we drink beer, we watch movies, and we talk about them. This is episode 69. Mm-hmm. And we will be watching the movie Edison. Or Edison Force. Or whatever it's called. It's, it got renamed somewhere along the line. To Edison Force. But the reason why we were watching that is because our top five this episode is going to be top five movies under 10% on Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> which is Tyler came up with the category and immediately I was like, yep, absolutely we're doing that. We both dove, dove through Rotten Tomatoes top, you know, like bottom hundred lists and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Oh man, so it great. Was, <clears throat> it was a, an adventure to say the least to find <laughs> movies that I'd seen. <laughs> <laughs> there were what seven hundred and like twenty twenty seven seven hundred and twenty seven rot, like rotten cheese <laughs> movies under ten percent so not ten percent nine or below mm-hmm. um, and they had to have over five reviews yep and so seven hundred and some and I'm not sure if there's anyone in the world who has seen even half of all of those movies and I hope there's not yeah there were a lot of like. There were themes, and we can talk about them later, but when I was looking through, I was like writing down all these themes. If it was a Disney sequel, (laughs) automatically it was down there. Yeah, Uh, like a straight-to-DVD Yeah, so there were were a bunch. I wrote them all down. I'll I'll figure them out later. There was a lot of Charles Bronson on there, I noticed. There was two Death Wishes, and I was a little sad about that, actually. It was like Death Wish 5 and 7. Six was top-notch, though. (laughs) They got it right with six. Just 5 and 7, they suck dick. Yeah. so yeah, so that's going to be fun, um, and we'll also do a little year-end roundup since it is uh, you know, December, it's close to Christmas time here in the end of the year. We'll do a little top five movies of the year, um, favorite for us, and we'll go through that a little bit later. Um, but yeah, Edison, uh, I, I can't believe it, because if you look at the cover, you're thinking, oh, this has to at least be like a 30%, 45%, because it's got LL Cool J. Morgan Freeman, Kevin Spacey, Justin Timberlake, Dylan, Dylan McDermott. <laughs> it's got all these people in it. Morgan Freeman was already an Oscar winner at this point. He had already won an Oscar. So it's like, you know, this is 2005. It's like, all right, this can't be that big of a pile of dog shit. It has a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Dude, Morgan Freeman weirds me out because he used to be like one of my favorite actors. Yeah. He was doing all the like really good movies, like what was those Spider? Along came a Spider. Along, all, yeah, all those. Yeah. Movies. I liked those movies, yeah. and then he started saying yes to every movie, <laughs> he which got weird. Samuel L. Jackson. He really did. I don't know. Was is it was it that hard to find a job or what? Were you not getting paid enough? Because I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We missed someone. Carrie yes. Always is also in this movie. <laughs> Carrie Always, star of Saw 1 and star of Princess Bride. Oh, Carrie yeah. Always. Oh, shit, yeah. He does as he wishes, and he wishes to be in bad movies. <laughs> uh, he's come up a lot on this show, actually. We watched uh, way back when we did, like, worst something. I forget what it was. <laughs> but there was, like, this Blu-ray we got a $5 bin with Carrie Always and, uh, God, what was her name? Uh, it doesn't even matter. She was, it was hilarious. But he's in nothing good. Um, and then a Wayans son is in this also. Damien Dante Wayans. Yep. I don't know. He's been in a lot. Son, he he's is. Been in quite a bit. Let's read his uh, let's read his top movies here. His top 
movies. He's been in, um, scroll up a tad. Let's see. He's been an actor in Single Ladies, a TV show, currently. Second Generation Wayans, a TV show. (laughs) Oh, he's on House? Oh, only on one. He was in Litterman, or Little Man, I'm sorry. Edison, he plays Isaiah, and it's spelled Mm. weird. And everyone, one thing you need to know about this movie, unless you're on IMDb right now, you need to know, only first names, all spelled weird. All of them. Really? Like, that was the every character. Every one. character has one name, and they're spelled weird. This like, movie was written by two guys while they were drunk. Yeah, and they couldn't spell. Should have been us. And they just kept it. We could write the sequel, and it guaranteed be on the bottom. Guaranteed mm. to be on that list. <laughs> uh, yeah, his name's Isaiah. I S I A H A. Isaiah, not you know A H. Uh, oh, he's uh, in Malibu's Most Wanted. Major Payne as Damian Wayans. Huh. Don't be a menace. Yep. Isn't there already a Damien Wayans? (laughs) There's a Damien Wayans. Wayans. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if he's... (laughs) My wife and kids. He was on it with Damien Wayans. Those Wayans stick together. He was in The Little Man as well. He was in all their (laughs) movies. That's all he's been in is their movies. Which, hey, I guess we can do it. Might as well. Um, But yeah, I'm I'm pumped to see this. Tyler thinks he's seen it before. Yeah, I have definitely not even heard of it before, so I'm stoked. JT, Kevin Spacey, Morgan Freeman, and you know the ladies love Cool Jet, Cool James. It's true. Ladies love Cool James, so we'll be watching that. It got, uh, I think after it was released, it got renamed to Edison Force. The tagline got changed, and the cover got changed to an awful Photoshop version of, like... LL Cool J with they a took, gun. They took a photo of LL Cool J from SWAT. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they probably did. Yeah. Hey, SWAT was a good movie. We're, we're just going to use that. Morgan Freeman needs some more white hair, and Kevin Spacey's like, pretty sure he's on somebody else's body. His face is on somebody else's body. It's terrible. Um, do you want to do what, what do we watch now, or do you want to do it later? Uh, yeah, let's do what we watch now. It's been a while since we did the last episode. Last episode was... Uh, September, I think. Yeah, September 8th. Mm-hmm. So and that was that was a year. So I mean, this is pretty good. This has only been like three months. Yeah, that's pretty darn yeah, good. Yeah, we're getting back into the swing of things here. <laughs> um, so what did you watch? I've watched um, not I, including like your best of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, all the Harry Potter movies. Did you like literally binge every them? single one of them? Um, I'd never seen any of them, so I watched all of them. There we go. Um, I watched. In terms of movies, I don't know if I watched a lot of movies. I watched a lot of shows, and I started getting into podcasts. So I listened oh, to yeah. Serial. That's right. Fantastic. Serial, um, like, killer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Walking Dead I watched, and I'm starting over, actually. Yeah. So I watched it. Still cannot get into that show for it, some it reason. It took a while. Yeah. Um, what else? Just a lot of shit. A lot of shitty movies. They're just most of it was like I mean Harry Potter is a big chunk of your life because yeah. they're all three hours long. And yeah, there's like true. eight or seven or eight of them. So I mean that was a good span of time. Um, I'm sure I'll think of others that aren't. <clears throat> a lot yeah. of them were on my list, right, right. so I can't really I can't list them right now. Yeah, but we'll, we'll talk about them. Later. I uh, I watched the original Carrie for mm. the first time. I'd never seen that. First time. That's a fucking bizarre movie. Yeah, it's weird, man. The opening scene in the shower. It's. Such a weird movie. Like, in yeah. all, like, most aspects. Mm-hmm. It is very, very strange. I I was not expecting... I Just because it's, you know, been around and, you know, people talk about it as a horror movie, it's like, oh, I just figured it was sort of in the traditional line of horror. Nope. Nope. Mm-hmm. It's very strange. Mm-hmm. Um, so I watched that. 
Um, I think I watched some other crappy movies that uh, I don't quite remember. Mm. Um, watched a lot of Oregon Ducks football. Oh, That's nice. mostly what I've been watching. I saw, yeah. Yeah. I watched a guy out front try to steal <laughs> something out of a convertible once. Sweet. <laughs> Sweet, yeah, uh, no, that's that's yeah. good. That's good. Movie. <laughs> All right, um, so that's what we watched, I guess. We'll get into uh, our year-end roundup. Yep. But without further ado, let's uh, let's go watch this beast. How many so, are you gonna drink? I think I'm gonna drink. Well, how how long is this movie? Ninety-nine that's minutes. Ninety-nine minutes. You know that for a fact? Yep. Okay. I'm gonna drink five because I feel like the inside of an asshole right now, so I need to fix that, and this is going to help. Yeah, I'll drink five. I'll be with you. And I might drink more than that. I just finished this. Mar- I keep calling, trying to call them margaritas. They're Bloody Marys, and they're disgusting. They're Bloody Marys. <laughs> but that Bloody Mary makes it so good. The mix is all right, actually. It's the best best Bloody Mary I've ever had, but it's still disgusting. So all <laughs> Bloody Marys are gross. All right. So we're going to both drink five beers. We're going to go watch a 99-minute Edison Force. Hopefully it's awesomely bad. And then we're going to come back and talk about how hopefully awesomely bad it was. What if it's really good? We come back and we're like, shit. Then it's on top of our list. All right. Top of the worst under or, you know, under 10%. All right. We'll be back. Critical drinking. We just watched Edison Force. And boy, was it awesomely bad. <laughs> um, before we get into that, Tyler, yes. you said five. I meant five. You meant five. Yeah. I said five. I meant five. Mm-hmm. We each kept it. Uh, I, I actually dribbled into the credits a little bit with my five. It got away from me. I was just so into the climax of this movie <laughs> that it got away from me. I'm going to punch the top of Ooh, this Miller Lite. thing. Oh, yeah. Punch me. Yeah. Punch, Punch me. it. Punch it. Oh, they, I put the they, whole key in there. Why do they make it so hard to punch? I have no idea. I, I thought, honestly, I thought, like, in the commercials, you remember? We're, so we're drinking Miller Lite cans. <clears throat> and they have the little pop carb thing on the top. Do you remember when they first started advertising it? Yeah. It was like, you could grab a t-shirt and pop it you can grab a thumbtack and pop it you can pop it on the wall you yeah it's super easy it it's super hard it's impossible it's to pop. so impossible it's so this is the first time i've popped oh, it's that hard it's, that in yeah. four years this is the first time i've popped <laughs> that's right um so we both drank five i plan to have quite a few more during this whole round i'm drunk already yeah <laughs> that's right well you started pre 11 o'clock when i showed up yeah. That was good. Mm. Um, so. What are your thoughts on Edison. This? Yeah. <laughs> An Edison force. What do they make these things? What are they? So, I'd love to tell you what this movie is about, <laughs> but I don't think I know. Uh, I think the plot is that there's like a corrupt group of cops in the fictional city of Edison. From what I read on Wikipedia, it's supposed to be based like in Edison, New Jersey, because apparently around this time there were cop issues in Edison, New Jersey. Funny that it didn't actually release in the United States. It only released in Canada. So what the the fuck do they care? But 
it's about the corrupt cops, and then there's this... It's not really a journalist. He's just sort of a dude. And he yeah. hears a guy say thanks for getting him <laughs> off in court and starts this whole thing to try and take it down. But he didn't get off. He still went to jail. Yeah. So and he got killed in jail. He got, he got fucking knifed in one of the scenes that just was thrown in there. Like I feel like the editor goes, I don't know where to put this. We're just going to stick it in right there. I feel like this movie was supposed to be way more dramatic than it was. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like It was supposed to be some sort of, oh my God, dramatic cop film and you're supposed to get really into it and really into the story but um none of the pieces of the story linked <laughs> no. together so no. you're not really getting into it this is the only film that you and i have watched where we both zoned out yeah like true. we both at the end you were just like playing with the dogs and we, yeah. i was just like whatever <laughs> yeah. you don't need to know no. what happened because there's nothing happened mm-hmm. It was a fucking terrible movie. The dialogue was all general hyperbole uh, and just, like, cliches. Like, what are you doing here? You know what I'm doing here. (laughs) We're like, no, we don't know what you're doing here. Please fucking explain it to us. We have no idea what you're doing here. Oh, yeah. You're going to do me the way you did... Whatever is Kaminsky, I forget what the fuck the guy's name was. But it's like, what are you talking about? You know exactly what I'm talking about. No, no, nobody does. Not even, nobody has any idea what you're talking about. It was so all over the place and nothing was explained. They all revolved around this team. It was like a SWAT team, but yeah. they were called Frat. And we didn't learn what Frat was until the end of the movie yeah, when Kevin paused on a flash of what frat meant. Yeah. It was like this. It was a sign. <laughs> and they didn't explain what frat was. I And it wasn't fraternity because it was an acronym, but they never told us what the acronym was for. Mm-mm. The opening scene is ridiculous. <laughs> they are sitting in a car. They see a dude on the street and then they go, oh shit, he starts backing up in the middle of the street. And then starts peeling out, and then they start shooting. Like somebody on the other end of the city starts shooting, and they're like already headed there because they somehow knew that was going to happen by a guy on the street. And then LL Cool J gets out and starts, you know, waving his pistol around. And then Dylan McDermott gets out of the car with a fucking sniper <laughs> rifle at close range, just sniping dudes. Like walking around one handed, just, oh, who gives a fuck? Let's snipe some people. <laughs> No idea. And then he gets he gets in close combat. This guy sees a sniper rifle. He goes, shit, I'm out of here. He's in like full SWAT gear. It's like tactical, you know, vest, everything like that. Total ballistics outfit. And then like goes and hides under a tent or something. And Dylan McDermott shows up, just leather jacket, not <laughs> shaved. Looks like he's just, just so strung out. It's like, hey, man, what's up? Let's come on and get out of here. <laughs> Guy takes a hostage, like you know, point the gun at their head and uses them as a shield, and he's just like, "Hey, sweetheart, close your eyes. I don't want you to see this." And fucking shoots her through the shoulder to put a bullet in the guy behind him. <laughs> like what? There was so much of his body exposed. You did not have to shoot. You have a sniper rifle. You just poke the barrel against his head. Was, You're that close. You you could have shaken the guy's hand, and the fact that happens more than once in the movie where. The, obviously, the guy is like, hey, hostage, I don't want you to see this, or hey, you should duck. And the guy holding the gun's like, 
what? Uh, oh shit, I just got shot. It's, oh, it's the most ridiculous action ever. And I noticed that oh, the man. people shooting people in the head are very good at aiming because everyone's dead center. <laughs> dead center of the dead forehead. Center of the forehead. Right, right between yeah, the Yeah, that eyes. happened multiple times. And um, The frat, leader of frat shot his own dude and just was like, all right, let's keep going. In in the police department. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They got in a fist fight and he was like, I'm going to end this. <laughs> it's over now, guys. He's not going to be around to hurt you anymore. He's dead. We just killed Let's him. Let's not worry about it. We'll cover this up with some dirt. That's Let's right. not Spring worry about some it. crack on him. Let's get out of here. He's coming at all of us with a knife. He right? had a knife. He's coming at yeah. all of us with a knife. Don't worry about it. Oh, my God. And, um, what was I thinking? So ridiculous. Frat, which is supposed to be like a SWAT team. If, I don't, they come into a place at night, which has no... Play in the story. They, yeah. they break into some Asian person's house, <laughs> but they're all wearing sunglasses, <laughs> and it's the middle of the night, and they all have laser pointers on their guns and like t-shirts and jean jackets. No like SWAT gear at all. Nothing tactical. Breaking in. Shooting Dylan people. McDermott has a shotgun in one hand and a pistol in the other hand with sunglasses on. It's just... and then he goes up to the second floor and he goes heads up and throws a guy. <laughs> He throws the guy down and like, like an elevator shoot or whatever. I don't know what it was, uh, but it made no sense. And the guy just hits the ground and dies, and no one's like, "What did you just do?" They're just like, "Okay, yeah, oh sweet, that guy's taken care of." <laughs> and then they leave, and apparently it's like a brothel. So there are all these chicks. They're like, "Come on!" I have no oh, fucking idea. Because normally, if they're packing, you know, cocaine or whatever. They have them stripped down to, you know, they're in like their underwear or naked or whatever. But they were like in lingerie and shit. So it's, they're like, ladies, out, out. And then right after that, super like non-linear cut to something completely different. <laughs> like that's the way the movie transitioned. I think that's Just completely They went to different. the nightclub after yeah. that. Yeah. I'm, I'm here to dance. Okay. <laughs> it's like, hold on, what? hold on, hold on. Sir, movie, you're going to have to help me a little bit bridging this gap. Because this was like a 24-hour gap that you just bridged. There's like one scene where they have Justin Timberlake at this house. Like this country house or whatever. He's looking around at like the awards. No idea whose house it is. <laughs> then they cut to Dylan McDermott like talking with somebody and like his whatever just in you know and they're supposed to be like okay this is happening at the same time and then he goes and does a whole bunch of other shit and then he shows up at the house and it's like supposed to be that same night because justin timberlake is now hot and it's like so the time just did not make any sense like one ll cool j was like couldn't sleep Sat up in bed looking at his incredibly small <laughs> wedding ring or engagement ring that he was going to get that chick. <laughs> and then he gets up and says, I'm going to take a drive. And then, like, everyone's there. Yeah. And it's... Hey, he took a drive to, it's like, it's a not, container park. It's not midnight. It's, yeah. like, 6 p.m. Yeah. It's on the harbor with containers. And they're all, like, going to... Uh, they're, like, at a stripper club. But it's in, like, a container on the harbor. Right. It made no sense. It's like, you got to get checked. What, what do you, do you mean? mean checked? What do you talk? You can get checked. You can get every checked day. every day if you want. <laughs> what do you fucking mean checked? I don't know what you're talking. About. What are you talking what about? What does this mean? 
Oh, so checked cool. <laughs> before I wreck myself? What? That's my line, dude. How dare you? I'm LL Cool J. You're not LL Cool J. I tell you to check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> oh, man. That was, that was so unbelievable. And, like, the music really helped with just the dramatic, like, sudden shifts in tone and scene. It was awful. The dad from Home Alone <laughs> was in it, which was hilarious. Where's Kevin? Oh, no. <laughs> I think they dubbed over his, like, his voice every once in a while because... Oh. They had, oh man, it was, it was ridiculous. The dialogue was so bad. There's a scene with Justin Timberlake and Morgan Freeman. For the first time, he comes over to his house and they're like, oh, you don't know how to write, you little bitch. And then it just music starts playing. Yeah. But no one hits play, but it's supposed to be in the apartment. Yeah. And then you're just like, what? It just, yeah. just comes out of nowhere. And then dims down. Thomas, come today. And then it gets really loud and no one knows why. And they're like, <laughs> they're yelling over it. Like it's been playing the whole time, and it then just started. And then he tells Justin Timberlake to leave, and then it's like a minute of just Morgan Freeman dancing. <laughs> like, wait, why? Why did your attitude just change? He just showed up at your house. You're drinking a glass of I don't know scotch or something. You tell him to fuck off, and then you just bust out some <laughs> sweet dance moves for like 35, 40 seconds, and then it like the screen. Sort of separates, but they keep Morgan Freeman dancing he in the got corner. All artsy. Yeah. He got small in a corner dancing and everything else. Yeah. Something else. It was like, oh my oh, god. And the man. camera work was so weird. Like, it was all the dark in some places. The effects were all black and white. But then, yeah. It felt like a Lifetime original movie. Yeah, and then the, uh, like, you know, positioning of the, like, there were shadows all over people's faces where, like, the light was blocking off LL Cool J's head, blocking the other dude's face. Just like they probably filmed this in two days and said, "All right, we're out of here." <laughs> it it apparently cost twenty five million to make. That was a production budget, and it made just over four million in Canada, and it was not released in the United States. <coughs> it was yeah, it was bad. bad. It was just like this awesome combination of bad things. You almost had to try to make independently bad things and then shove them together. Because there's no way any of this was like supposed to work together. Mm -mm. The music was not designed for this movie. The dialogue, <laughs> the narrative. I mean, unless there's some director's cut somewhere that's like five hours long, this movie makes no sense. It, it would have to be that long because they cut out so much. And it's like it goes. The it's just so flimsy. Like it goes. Nothing from, makes sense. This guy. This guy. Justin Timberlake's character works for a Jewish weekly newspaper <laughs> that basically is just coupons and fluff. And he's in a courtroom for no reason. Yeah. And then he notices that he says, thank, thank you. you, when the corrupt cop is sort of lying to get him off. And then spins this whole thing. And within five minutes, Morgan Freeman's like, you know what? This could take the whole department down. <laughs> like, wait. Oh, yeah. What are you talking about? Forget about that. Take what down? Well, how, no. What's going to take him down? There was... He's like, you don't have any evidence. And then two minutes later, wow, that's a lot of evidence you found. <laughs> You're going to take the whole department down. Like, wait, wait. Last night, <laughs> you found so much evidence. I don't even know, man. That's, yeah. that's, you're going to take Pratt down. That's Pratt's right. going to get taken Pratt's down. Pratt's going down. And then he goes in. I'm not sure what Kevin Spacey's role was. I don't I know what know he, what, what character he was, he was doing. Was it just a person? He wasn't the DA because Carrie Always was the DA. But then Carrie Always was getting blackmailed by Morgan Freeman to say, don't take public office. 
and the DA is a publicly elected position. So he was he that? Because he was always a dude in the suit, but then Kevin Spacey was always like not in a suit, but in a shirt and like a weird jacket, like a members only type jacket with his shitty hair. And then like was stepping out in front of cars and like doing oh, yeah. detective-ish stuff. I think, but, the, I think he was the detective. But the, He was the best detective so in the he, city. Oh, he was the best. Yeah, he did a great job. <laughs> he covered so much he great evidence. so much shit. But it's all like you get you get these these explanations through them going, yeah, I dug that up last night. This is gonna be big. <laughs> they don't say what it is. They just allude to something that you have to just go. All right, well, off camera, they must have oh. found something sweet because they didn't show it to us. <laughs> so crazy, dude. We should watch it again. <laughs> no. Oh, I, can, I I would love to watch the first 10 minutes again for that close combat sniper action. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> oh, yeah. And by the way, he's got the worst Lincoln ever made. He's got a Lincoln Continental from 1993. Oh, I and thought then, they were driving a Navigator because it was 2005. So yeah. I was like, oh, sweet, they're driving around a Nav. Right. I saw the Lincoln symbols. And then you see him hit reverse, and that's the first time you see the car. And you see, like, the wheel. The trunk of those cars yeah. had a wheel had in a it. Had a wheel in it, right. And they were like... Going back to like 1920s or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and they have a wheel in it. And you see him back up and you're like, worst Lincoln ever. And he's just like flipping around in the car. He loves this car. <laughs> the car's wild. Yeah, the roll of this car. It hits like bumper it's so to bumper. Heavy. Like flipping. It's, like so when <laughs> it's turning. It's like slams the bumper on the ground when it's turning. It slams the other bumper when it turns the other way. Ah, oh, what a fucking shitmobile. You and wouldn't then, give that to a police guy. And the other guy's got a CTS yeah. when they first came out. And they're like, I was like, oh, cool, a CTS. Why are you driving around a 1992 Lincoln Continental? <laughs> you shithead. And then somehow everyone gets Crown Vicks. Oh, yeah. And then his car catches on fire. But somehow like, it explodes twice. Like one, apparently it had two gas tanks because one gas tank blew, <laughs> then the other gas tank blew. Nuh-uh. And then he drove it back to the garage. <laughs> oh, God, it got towed. Well, how did it you get towed? that. How did it get towed into that space? Yeah, the tow guy's so really good. <laughs> I guess he is. And then why is he hanging out by it? He's just standing there. He's so charred. He's like, my car. <laughs> standing my there. car. He's like pissing on the wall. And then the guy comes up and is like, all right, I'm going to go with this guy. And he's, Dylan McDermott has his... Crisis. Crying. Why are you taking his side, Dad? Why are you taking it? And then, boom, Dad shoots him in the face. Yeah, next scene. Dad comes over and shoots him in the head. Dad from Home Alone. Yeah. Just, bam. Kevin, you stole Kevin! <laughs> Dead. What time is it? Oh my god, we did it again! And then they got to race to the airport. And then they leave Kevin. But then he gets sidetracked. He goes to Edison. And becomes a police guy and then shoots some dudes in the head. Forget, yeah, it's close Forgot to New York. Forgot about his son the whole movie. He, he didn't forgot. talk about his son the After whole movie. After Home Alone 2, he was like, fuck it, I'm staying in New York. Yeah. I'm not going home. <laughs> I'm not going home. I'm going to move to Edison, New Jersey, which is really Vancouver. Vancouver. Yeah. You know what a cool name for a department would be? Frat. Yeah, I mean, Let's that call up. it First Response Assault and Tactical. So that, Just so that we can name it Frat, though. Because we want F-A-R-T, we just have to make sure I was we... part of Sigma Phi Alpha in college, so I love frats. <laughs> That's right. God, so dumb. So dumb. I that movie was frat. so awesomely bad, though. I would give it... 
easily a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. It was zero there, but elsewhere it wasn't, which surprised us. <laughs> so, also, elsewhere, it, when we I'm, looked on Netflix for rating of my roommate, who doesn't watch these type of movies, it was rated three and a half stars <laughs> out of five. Yeah. And I was like, oh, weird. And then IMDb, IMDb is 5.3 out, out of, of 10. 10. And the average rating on Rotten Tomatoes was 2.5 or something like that yeah. out of 10. But I have to say, even the IMDb synopsis doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> read it. Allow me to read it. And I quote, this is, just go to IMDb and look at, it's called Edison on IMDb. You'll see the shitty cover there saying Edison Force, 2005. The, uh, the synopsis is, upon discovering a den of corrupt policemen, a fresh-faced journalist makes a shaky allies in a jaded reporter and investigator for a powerful district attorney. No punctuation. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure there's like four or five grammatical errors in that one sentence. No punctuation. <laughs> Upon discovering a den of corrupt policemen, peer, or comma, a fresh-faced journalist makes a shaky allies in a jaded reporter and investigator for a powerful district attorney. Period. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. I don't know what? So bad. Even B looks confused. <laughs> it makes no sense. It just makes. I mean, oh, he makes an ally or a, a shaky allies. allies. Shaky allies. He makes a shaky allies in a, mu- a multitude of police persons <laughs> in the movies area. It's so bad. It's. I mean, there's there's no synopsis or consensus or whatever on uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. But if I can give you a few uh, of the reviews. Please. Number one is, the movie is a parade of cliches. That's true. (laughs) Two, one ultimately can't help but scratch one's head at the presence of such well-known figures as Morgan Freeman and Kevin Spacey within Edison Force. (laughs) And that's that. No, like, yeah. We can't. Just scratch your head about why the hell they're in this movie. Nothing more than a sub-average direct-to-video actioner with a few A-listers stuck in the leads. There's nothing redeeming in this pathetic shoot 'em up And then there's one in Spanish. Please read. Uh, <laughs> Deveria haber uma ley contra filme como este. Oh. Yeah. That, that was good. Just ripped it apart in that one. A star-studded dud of a B-picture populated with corrupt po- politicians, rogue psychocops, noble newspaper reporters, and enough posturing to start up a chiropractic clinic. I don't know where that guy got all of that. I didn't get any of that out of the movie. <laughs> there, who were the politicians? Was Carrie always a politician? That was it. That was it. I don't was think it. it was a politician. No, I think it was a DA, but he might not even have been the DA because if you hold public office, that's public office. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, it was it was phenomenally. I highly uh, recommend yeah. seeing this. <laughs> it's on Netflix. Watch it, so you should definitely do it. I mean, it's free. You might as well. I mean, it's eight dollars. Yeah, because you're paying for Netflix. But if That's you're paying true. for it and watching a lot, watch one other movie and it yeah, pays I mean, for it itself. Makes, yeah, uh, it just pays for itself. Just watch a bunch of other shit and you pay for itself. <laughs> it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Oh god. Um, all right, so let's move on from uh, from Edison Force, mm-hmm. and uh, let's move into our. Let's do our top five uh, of the year. Oh, okay. Let's move into, yeah, our, yeah, yeah. Uh, into our review of the year. So, uh, full disclosure, haven't seen a shit ton of the movies I wanted to see this year. Uh-huh. Haven't seen Interstellar. Really still want to see that. I haven't either. Haven't seen almost all the movies out right now, actually. I could go through them and name them all, but like Foxcatcher, haven't seen that. Really wanted to see that one. 
Yeah. Uh, want to see Birdman? Yep. Haven't seen that. Want to see a whole bunch of other ones. But we can kind of go through, and I figure, you know, I'll just run down my five, then you run down your five. Sounds good to me. Um, so number five that I usually do is I, uh, I, you know, put something that isn't necessarily list worthy, but is a wild card. I want to put the Equalizer on there with Denzel. Okay. It was bad, but in an awesome way. Okay. It was bad. Denzel equalizes the shit out of that movie. Um, what's her name? Dakota Fanning or, or the girl who's uh, the... No, no, it, it's the girl who's the uh, the chick from Let It Let Me In. It's the redux of Creasy? Carrie? <laughs> Car- yeah. No, Creasy. What was the one with him? What was he? What? No, Denzel oh. Washington. Oh, and he was crazy. Dakota Fanning, a man on fire. Man yes. on fire. Yeah, yeah. not her, right. not her. The other chick, okay. uh, uh, whatever her fucking name is, she's in that movie, the redo of Carrie and Let mm-hmm. Me In and mm-hmm. all that, whatever. Um, the Equalizer was hilarious, though. It was pretty fucking cool. Uh, my number four is going to be Gone Girl. That movie is fucked up, <clears throat> and there's yeah. a lot about it that I'm not sure makes a lot of sense. Like, there's no way Ben Affleck stays with that chick. I know it was based on a book, but. Um, I thought it was well done. It, I mean, I kind of want to watch it again to see all that shit and how the mind fuck is mm-hmm. all done. Uh, number three, maybe like kind of the lightheartedest movie is Chef. Saw Chef, really liked Chef. Um, just John Favreau rolling around with his kid in a food truck. Yeah. And I saw it at a theater that serves food. So it was perfect. Had yeah. like chips and salsa and stuff when I was watching that. That was good. Number two is Nightcrawler. Just recently saw that and really liked it. The tone is really creepy and good. Jake Gyllenhaal is a weird fucking crazy nut in that in a good way. It's 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 really cool. And it's an interesting kind of take an interesting look at like a I always like the movies that sort of dive into like a little seedy niche area that you never would think about. Like people, you know, ambulance chasers, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then number one. Far and away is Boyhood. Loved Boyhood. Really? Yeah. I haven't seen it. Loved it. Amazing. Just the epitome of like growing up movies. Obviously, they filmed it over 12 years with the same cast and everything. So it physically, they were growing up. But really well done. Like incredible storytelling, even within being able to craft that over 10 years of this kid who who knows if this kid was going to be cool when he grew up or if he's going to turn into an asshole and say no I don't want to do this anymore um, but it was really really good I loved it I want to see it again I haven't seen it since okay. the first time but really liked it okay. so there you go that's my top movies of 2014 with uh, the kind of I guess um, honorable mentions we can get into later but with the caveat that I kind of didn't see most of the movies I wanted to see yeah I didn't either, but uh, I will start. <clears throat> Five is This Is Where I Leave You. I wanted to see that. That was actually good. It was with uh, a bunch of fucking people that I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's where it was. That's true. They're all Jewish, and they do the thing <laughs> where they sit and uh, when someone dies for five days or whatever. That was when that was with a whole bunch of people, right? There were a ton of people in that movie. Uh, it was... Like Tina Fey. Or, Tina no. Fey, yes. Yeah, Tina, Tina Fey was in it. Yeah. Like Bill Hader. Adam... Scott? I don't Adam from Girls. Oh, yeah, yeah, Adam, okay. He's going to be in the yeah. new Star Trek. Yep. Or Star Wars, sorry. And, uh... The guy oh, from... Jason... Jason Bateman, Bateman right? Yeah. yeah. 
It was actually really good. I enjoyed watching it. It was a good comedy kind of nice. heart string movie type deal. Yeah, I want to enjoy it. So, uh, so that was what five? Yep. Four would be Skeleton Twins. You just tried to cross out. You just tried to cross I that off your list, and you went over it both times. I went times. over it both times. <laughs> you did not cross uh, it. Out. Five or four <laughs> is Skeleton Twins with Bill Hader and uh, what's her deuce? The girl oh, from yeah. um, Bridesmaids. Yes. Wow. <laughs> What is her name? Doesn't matter. Kristen. Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig. Yeah. yeah. It was. Uh, it was good. I really enjoyed it. It was dark. It was darker than you think those two would come to yeah. the table with after like bridesmaids and like Bill Hader's funny as shit. Yeah. So um, he played a gay character and everything kind of revolved around suicide and he moved to New York from California. I don't know. It was a really. You have to watch it. It was yeah. fantastic. I'm not gonna go too into depth. Yeah. Um, three would be Fury. Didn't I really like Fury. I haven't seen yeah. any of these. So Fury was Brad Pitt, Shia LaBeouf, a couple other motherfuckers, um, in a tank in World War II. I thought it was going to be shitty. I, I, like, seeing the preview, I was like, oh, Brad Pitt, World War II, it's going to be another... Actually, I really liked him in... What was the Tarantino movie? Uh, Inglourious Bastards. Yeah, I liked him in that, but I... He had the same haircut. He looked like the same character. I want my scabs. What, what wasn't the same character? Um, good. Really violent. Kind of bloody, but it was, it was enjoyable. Yeah. Two is Gone Girl. Like you said, it fucked my brain up. I hadn't read the book, which I think set me ahead. Yeah. A lot of people that read the book, I think you kind of ruins the movie experience because you know what happens. Yeah. Um, I'll read the book now. I'll watch the movie again, and then I'll read the book. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the movie was fantastic. And then number one is not out yet. comes out Christmas Day, American Sniper. I don't want to be like one-upping people here, but it was fantastic. Uh, <laughs> You've seen a movie that no one else can see yet. <clears throat> That's not true. I'm sure many people have seen it already. But well, okay. It's uh, really good. Yeah, I really want to see that. It looks awesome just the trailer even yeah. which is like one scene at this point is awesome that's the opening scene of the movie is it really and if that sets you off the rest of the movie you know like i thought that was gonna be mid-movie when i saw yeah. the trailer i watched the trailer before i saw the movie yeah i was like okay cool this is gonna be like mid-movie end of the movie and it's gonna be very like tense moment it start the movie starts with that and you're like wow fucking christ man and the whole movie's like that it's Awesome. That's Sorry awesome. to ruin everything for everybody, <laughs> but uh, spoiler alert, ahead of time, uh, behind, not, uh, it, he good. has a sniper, <laughs> that's, spoiler, he's American, he has a and sniper, and he snipes some shit, uh, it's really good though, I was a, it's kind of like, um, if you saw the one with Mark Wahlberg, uh, Lone Survivor type yeah. deal, yeah, yeah. it kind of wasn't quite that tense, but it was, uh, it was like that, yeah, well, that's one of the I I want to see Fury because now that's Fury got one tense. of the one of the leaked movies in Sony with all the yeah the interview bullshit. Yep. Now it's it was off. Now it's on again. And there was some I read that like some theater group in Canada is like fuck it, we're showing it anyways. I don't care what Sony says. But now Sony's putting it back on. Good. And I'm I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. That I mean I've got, I've got honorable mentions. Do you have? Them? I do. Yes, I do. Uh, my honorable mentions quickly are um, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Okay. I actually liked it. It was, you know, predictable and went according to the way you would think, but mm -hmm. I actually thought it was really well done. 
Uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, it. shit. That came out this year? Yeah. Damn it. Liked it. Not as much as I was hoping I would. I love But that really movie. liked it. Yeah. Uh, the Lego movie I really yeah. liked. I mean, the commitment to the Lego, like, physics and the whole way through is incredible. It was hilarious. And then sort of doesn't count because it was a movie for HBO, but The Normal Heart. Which was that movie with everybody about AIDS? It's a movie, which is really good. But you know, it just just came out on HBO. So, yeah. but that was good. Don't count play course. HBO. That's a, that probably made not, more than a regular movie. It's not TV. It's HBO. It's true. So that's true. That's true. That's how they used to sell motels back in the day. <laughs> that's true. Hey, 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 HBO. hey, it's not HBO. It's not TV. It's not TV. It's HBO. <laughs> oh well, then we can list that on the sign. We have free HBO. Free, <laughs> not TV. Yeah, it's we HBO. don't have TV, but we have HBO. <laughs> Uh, Chef, mm-hmm. uh, the neighbors with Seth Rogen and yeah, and Zach, uh, Zach Galifian, no, uh, Zach Efron. Efron. Yeah. <clears throat> it was okay. I mean, I didn't see a lot of movies this year, so it kind of made its way in there. <laughs> yeah. The Lego Movie, uh, Snowpiercer. I actually watched last night. Yeah, I'm throwing it on here just because I watched it last night. And yeah. it came out in 2014. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't that great, but it got really great reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Which really fucking did. surprised me because when I was watching it, I had really high hopes. Kevin and I talked about it on Thursday. He goes, it's got 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. So yeah. I go, oh, i got to watch it tonight. So I watched it Thursday, uh, paused it halfway through and wa- finished it yesterday. And it wasn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's a 95%. Um, yeah. Would you say that it's it offers an audaciously ambitious action spectacular for filmgoers numb to effects-driven blockbusters? Yes, it would. It would offer that. Um, <laughs> Just not at a 95% level. But in your brain, you're thinking, okay, these people live on a train. So it's like the, the, whole, and like the whole movie is about a train in different classes of people on the train. So yeah. you've got uh, lower class, middle class, upper class. And it's about the lower class revolting against the upper class. And you don't... They make their way through the train, but you don't see where people. No one, no one must sleep. <laughs> there's nowhere to sleep. No one has how. There's no housing train. It's just like oh, we're going from the cocktail train to the the uh, tree train where there's trees, and uh, you you kind of make your way up the train into different compartments of the train, like the butcher train, and the uh, the sea train where it's like an aquarium. Yeah. But you don't see. They go through like a club. Like yeah. in Vegas, but you don't see no one must sleep. There's zero beds. There's no sleep no beds. trains. There's no. Uh, I want to go to sleep, and I how and I was thinking the whole time how annoying must that be to if you're like oh, I work up here, but I work in the last train. You have to make your way through every fucking room, right? But every room is open, so you're like oh, I gotta make make my way through the classroom. Hey kids, what's up? I gotta get back to my job in the back of the train. Uh, you know, it must be super annoying. Uh, and then everyone lives. <laughs> everyone lives at the end. It's great. Oh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't spoil anything. Everyone survives, and it's a happy oasis. <laughs> I'm sure that's what it is. Sounds like just peachy times on the train. The most annoying part must be going to your job through the children's classroom. Yeah. Hey, kids. I gotta go back here and do the sewer, or, or sh- the sewer pump. Sharing a bathroom with every fucking person on that train. I didn't see any bathrooms. No one poops either. 
No one sleeps and no, no one poops. Sleeps, no one poops. There's endless alcohol and endless whatever else, but no one sleeps or poops. They just process it internally and, and keep it. You need that to, you need it to survive. Use this energy. Oh my god. <laughs> it was not good. <laughs> <laughs> well, great news, everyone. Go out and see Snowpiercer. It's on Netflix. I, I mean, it's free now. Yeah. Go see it. If you pay $8, I mean, it's less than free. Or it's more than free, I mean. That's right. So... <laughs> Oh, and man. to see things, see it. I see it, recommend. indeed. Uh, I put Rover on my list, but I haven't seen it, so I shouldn't put it on here. I meant to see it yesterday, but I didn't get to see it, so I Wait. assumed it was going to be good, but I, <laughs> I put it on my list, and I didn't get to see it, so it's off my list now. Good story. Welcome to my world. So that's the, uh, that's the future uh, critical drinking episode of movies that everyone claims to have seen but hasn't actually seen rover citizen kane and rover apparently have that's seen... next episode i mean yeah we have to do it yeah we should do it the movies that you claim to have seen but really have not seen clueless <laughs> you've never seen clueless no i have <laughs> well are you just saying that <laughs> huh? yes you are yeah. Yes, you are. I haven't actually seen it. Yep. Have you seen it? You haven't seen that? Uh, no, no, I have. Yeah. De- Delta Force 2. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I, I saw that. I, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, Delta Force 2 is one of the most amazing action movies of uh, all time. Yeah. It's, you saw it? No, it's a, no. No, <laughs> no, no, I mean, I, I was told, though, no. from someone who saw it. No, I, read it, I read it on IMDb. Yeah. It, was great, it was great. It was really good. Chuck Nor- the best Chuck Norris movie of all time. That's <laughs> Sidekicks is the best Chuck Norris movie of all time. Oh, true. Can't find sidekicks Can anywhere. Can't Cannot find sidekicks literally anywhere. Really? And you can't. It's not on Amazon. It's not on eBay. Didn't that kid kill it's himself? It's nowhere. Well, that got dark. Uh, didn't that kid hang himself? Uh, yeah, you made that dark because you brought up sidekicks. I blame you, and he did. Wasn't he from Sequest, and didn't he kill himself? Sequest? Yeah. What's Sequest? Are you? How old are you? <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Should I? It was Sequ- I think I Sequest is only out for a year, and it was in my my year. Okay. Two thousand. Yeah. You old, old fucking piece uh, of shit. Mm. No, look it up. Brian Austin. No. Is that his name? name? No. He was Brian blown. Austin Green. Is a different Not dude him. or whatever. It wasn't he from Nine Hundred Two One Zero. Yeah. 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 No, it wasn't him. Uh, sidekicks, Chuck Norris. This is sure to pull up just gold. Yep. Have to oh yeah, the Yin Yang. That was the cover. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Chuck Can't Norris was in the black. The other guy, the the kid that killed himself, was in the white. Can't find it anywhere. The huh? kid who killed himself was Jonathan Brandis. Yep, check him Let's out. See. Look at his uh, Barry. Ba- oh, yeah. Date of Beth. Barry. Date of Beth. Date of death. Date of Beth. Oh no, he must be still alive because he nope. looks like fucking shit. <laughs> nope. Died, died November in 2012. Yeah. November 12, 2013. He's 27. I don't yeah. know if that's. Same guy I'm thinking of. He was from Sequest, though. Yep. Sequest yep. Yep. I'm, yeah, he hung himself. I'm right. <laughs> and Never Ending Story 2, which may or may not appear on some lists somewhere because it was rated 0%. Was it? Was yes. it? I haven't seen it. Have you? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. And I've actually seen it. I don't just say that I've seen it. I actually saw it. Did you actually see it? I actually saw it. That's a lie. Nah, no one's see seen it. it. No, I didn't see it. <laughs> there's apparently it made people, $0. There's apparently people who saw it. Because it's got zero percent reviews, so they must have seen it, or they just heard it was really bad and said, "Ah, this piece of shit." I can't review this. I wonder how many people go on IMDb and just throw out bullshit reviews. 
Um, I used to have to for a class. Uh, in college, I used to have to write um, film reviews on IMDb. Yeah, yeah, no, this movie was this really movie, bad. This movie, Edison Forrest is the it best. It like it was flimsy and everything. Did you see it? Well, no, no. I looked at I, I looked at the synopsis, and I feel like yeah, I looked at some pictures, watched the trailer. I, I basically saw it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think we had to write synopses. Yeah. Uh, but we did have to write reviews, and he would grade us on our reviews because we'd watch movies and then we'd write in IMDb. Oh, uh, he was on Blossom once. Yep. He, he used to be like a like a heartthrob. Oh yeah. Back in the day. Ghost Dad. He was, was a ghost dad. He was an My list. He was ghost an additional dad. voice. By the way, guys, uh, ghost dad has. Hold on, let me look up. Let me look up. Let me look up. Uh, ghost dad's got seven percent. <laughs> it, it could show up. All right, let's take a little break. Um, yeah, me too. And then uh, we'll come back into our top five movies with under ten percent on Rotten Tomatoes. We'll be back. Back to critical drinking. We are back. We are uh, getting into our top five movies that have gotten less than ten percent on Rotten Tomatoes. This is one of the lists that I got most excited about immediately when I heard it, and I've been pushing us to do it since I heard about it. Yeah, I I came up with the list and instantly regretted it because when I started investigating the movies that were below ten percent. A lot of movies I hadn't seen. <laughs> Hold on. What are Hold you on. doing? I think I'm playing an episode oh my God. in the background. <coughs> Stop it! This is episode 60. 60 what? That was 67 when I was playing it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're back. Sorry. But it was a lot of movies I hadn't seen. So I, I found this extremely difficult to make. A top five. But then in the end, after I found that Rotten Tomatoes lets you filter... It must have been fairly new because when we were searching, yeah. you weren't allowed to do that. You weren't allowed to like filter from percentage. Or it was super fucking hard to find. Yeah, I had to Google search Rotten Tomatoes movies under this, and then Rotten Tomatoes would give me like 10 movies at a time. <clears throat> but right. recently they gave you all movies, and you could filter by percentages. So it made it a little bit easier. But when I first came up with this, I didn't like it. So I want to, even up to last week, I didn't want to do this. I want to come up with another theme, but... Um, it comes out, there's a lot of uh, movies I have seen out of the 727 <laughs> movies right. that are below 10%. <laughs> and um, there are quite a few that I do enjoy. Isn't it kind of sad how yeah. there's so many, we both were looking through our list, we're like, there's actually a lot of these movies that I really like. Yeah. And yeah, sure, they're bad, but I like them I a do. lot. Yeah. <clears throat> there might even be one that I love. I there's own, actually one, I own some of these movies. There's one on my list that I would I watch fairly not regularly, but I've seen it a couple times and I've enjoyed it both times and I've I would own it. I own three out of the five movies on my list. I own them How and they're possible. Uh, yeah, and they're You're under. Have to tell me your list. They're under. I'm excited for your list. They're under five or under ten percent. But, but when I was going through the 727 films. 
to find my top five, I noticed quite a few themes. Did yeah. you? Yes. So let's talk about themes first, yeah. because Tyler and I both, given this new info and searchability of the 727, looked through all 727. <laughs> Sitting right next to each other at work, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I literally looked through it. I looked through the entire list, and it was all like, you know, it gave you the, uh, basically the kind of thumbnail of the poster, and then the name, and then the percentage. And so you can, you know, you can hover over, and it'll give you like the synopsis. You can click through, obviously, and it'll give you all of it. But there were a bunch of them that, yeah, it does it. It's super easy to find now. So they must have just added that. They the literally filtering. must have because yeah. it was impossible two months ago when we yeah. thought of this. Yeah. Um, so we looked through like it's there. There are 728. So apparently oh, there's a new one. No. So we should figure out what that new one is because it's getting less than uh, less than one less than 10 percent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we looked through and there's a lot of themes. You go over your themes and then I'll go through my themes because right. you had some themes that were like Rock. indicative of. Of like a if, oh wow! That if you sense. have a zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes, it is because of my themes. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned earlier any Disney sequel like Mulan two or Frozen the musical or whatever the fuck it's gonna be. Right, <clears throat> that's uh-huh. a theme. Love any them. National Lampoon movie after two thousand after Van Wilder after two thousand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was like Senior Trip, Dorm Days, whatever. Yeah. if you see probably thirty National Lampoon bad behavior. Yeah. Uh, National Lampoon's Spring Break 17. <laughs> I used to respect, like, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is one of my Christmas favorite Christmas Vacation, movies. Animal House. Animal House. Even Van those, Wilder. Those are fantastic. Though, what the fuck happened in recent, the yeah. last 14, Some dude 15 years? bought National Lampoon and drove it on the fucking ground. Yeah. They got something. terrible. Yeah. They just got, they got, they exploited... It's that whole, I have ranted about this, I won't do it now, but I've ranted about this so much, the epidemic of, like, epic movie. And these movies Mm -hmm. that are, like, Mm -hmm. self-aware of being awful, but are just pandering to the lowest common denominator, and these fucking retards go to the theater and fucking see them. They cost $4 to make, and they make $20 so, oh, that's turning a profit. Let's make the next one. Yep. Scary movie. Yep. All was the ones. last was was the was the creator mm-hmm. of the worst epidemic in fucking. So that's like that's in in movies. I blame Marlon Wayans. I blame both Wayans. Yeah. All three, as a matter of fact, Keenan Ivory, as well as Damon. No, is Ivory a Wayans? Keenan Ivory Wayans. I know. I, know. <laughs> I blame all three: Keenan Ivory and Wayans. Damon Wayans. You know what? I even blame Damien Wayans, and I, I blame... All the Wayans fucked us up. I blame, what's his name, Wayans, who's in New Girl now, yeah. as Coach. Marlon's son, I think. Coach Wayans. Coach Wayans. I fucking blame all of them for these shitty, shitty, uh, shitty movies. Yeah. God, I hate them. But, uh, not surprising, they all So, yes, National Lampoon movies, uh, after 2000, 2000 also. Right. Uh, anything with Freddie Prince Jr. or Chris Klein in it? Really? Chris Klein. You did write down Chris Klein movies. Yeah. Instantly, I wrote on my thing, uh, Chris, Chris Klein movies on my original list. So I noticed that after uh, Rotten Tomatoes made it easier for to, to filter movies here. Um, any movie where an actor plays multiple characters is what I wrote down as the theme. Yes. So like Norbit yes. or Jack and Jill where yes. Adam Sandler plays Jack and Jill. Both so yeah. bad. 
So you know, any Adam Sandler movie really after like Big Daddy is on here. Yeah. Jack yeah, and Joe, he, yeah. Grown Ups, That's Grown true. Ups 2, Grown Ups two yeah. Inevitably Grown Ups 3, uh, whatever shitty movie that was with uh, with Kate Upton and Nick Swartzen and where they go to like Maui with Cameron mm-hmm. Diaz or something. Huh? I don't know if that oh, was yeah. actually on here, but yeah, it, no, it might have been. It's close. Yeah, it might have been. Uh, anything with label, Larry, label the carrier. <laughs> Larry the yeah. Cable. Yes. Larry the Cable Guy. Uh, every movie he's ever made has been there. And uh, most movies is Stephen Dorff or, unfortunately, Chuck Norris. There are quite a few Chuck Norris movies on there, and it disappointed me. Chuck I wrote Norris. down, I wrote down, look, Chuck Norris, sad face. <laughs> you did. <laughs> that made me a little sad. Well, Chuck Norris and Charles Bronson both like have a bunch of... Uh, a bunch of different opportunities to be in awful movies, according to this yeah. list. They I mean, they were both in movies I really enjoyed as a kid. Yeah. And I think because I enjoyed them as a kid, I would still enjoy them now. Yeah. So, I don't think they... In my mind, they're not that, that low on my in, in mind Rotten Tomatoes list. Yeah. But they are technically that low on Rotten Tomatoes yes. list. Um, but... I mean, like, Firewalker, Chuck Norris had probably five on there. Charlie Bronson had at least two or three. Yes, he did. Uh, all of which were death wishes. Um, uh, so I, I was sad about that they were on there, but it made my list a little easier to make. Yes. Uh, so that was fine with me. Uh, Your themes. So, so my themes, yes. My themes are sort of broad as well. Charles Bronson obviously was... A bad one. Yep. But one I have is notable names of five years ago that are completely independent being paired up together. So, like, you got a... I have a perfect example in... Where was it? I mean, I think it might be Chris Klein. Chris Klein. It is Chris Klein. It's Chris Klein. Freddie Prince Kay- Jr. in. Kaylee Cuoco or whatever from uh, Big Bang Theory put into a movie... Ah. Where they're both wearing glasses yes. on the cover. And it's like, hey, yeah. he had something, but it wasn't really anything. She still doesn't really have anything. They're not going to make anything better than that. No. That type of stuff. Or like, you know, the movies with... Uh, um, and it's not like, you know, Trading Places or anything like that. But something like that where it's like, oh, we're going to partner this actor... With this actor that's totally different and put them together. Dan Aykroyd and Martin Short or whatever they, you know, all that <laughs> yeah. stuff. That Those are bad. Um, pop stars that want to try and be in movies and they're trying to capitalize on their... Rappers. Basically any Selena Gomez or like rapper yeah. movies, anything like that. Um, I noticed according to the, uh, like the covers and the, like the posters, movies... That only have one festival logo on them are all over this list because they must have said premiered at Sundance Film Festival <laughs> was awful, but it was at Sundance Film Festival. Like the one, because you know some of them get a bunch of them, like you know director's choice or or festival favorite or you know whatever, and they got all these different festival logos, but the guys with only one are showing up all over this list. Um, another theme. Is that the another like poster type of thing? Is the movies that are like judge me by my cover and see it? 
Yes. Like movies that are like, we're just trying to get the quick attention grab and hope you'll fork over 12 bucks to go see this movie. Like the one I pointed out to you was, uh, <laughs> what was it? It was Don Peyote. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, Don Quixote. Oh, that's a lot of Don Peyote. And then it's like, please come see this movie just based on the cover alone. Don't care what it's about. Huh? It's about drugs. Just go see it. It yeah. shockingly has an 8%. Um, and then there are knockoffs that are all over this. There too. are a lot. Like, I noticed that there's one called Will, which is like a, a football underdog movie, like Rudy. Rudy? It's Will. Then there's the... Will! Yeah. <laughs> Retarded kid that plays football. <laughs> That's right. He was, Will was offsides, too, just like Rudy was. <laughs> then there's... <laughs> And there's Snow Queen, which is supposed to be just like Frozen yeah. and all the, you know. Yeah. And there's no way they made any money. There's no way. Snow Queen, for instance, no. has a 0%. Yeah. And the other one, whatever that one was, had like 4%. They're not going to make any money. That was the thing I noticed. That Will has a 0%. <laughs> I call them piggyback movies. Yes, yes. Uh, That's right. So a lot of movies, they would <clears throat> make a movie the year after a popular movie was made to kind of, or the same year as a movie. I noticed Ghouls and the the Gremlins. Gremlins came out in 1984. Ghouls came out in 1985. Gremlins is like <coughs> a popular movie. Right. And you're like, oh, Ghoul. Gremlins, oh man, don't put water on them. They're going to go fucking nuts. Ghouls must be like, don't put them in the toilet because they're... <laughs> they'll go crazy. I think uh, I get this. It's about the toilet water is what it's really about. That's what so, we need to make a movie about. There were a lot of those. And then uh, you notice a lot with B-movies. They, um, With the covers of B-movies themselves, if you look at the cover of B-movies and you look at the movie that they're trying to copy, yeah. like Edison Force, I guarantee you can notice, you'll, you'll find a, a movie. SWAT. SWAT. Same cover. Let's look at SWAT's like, it's cover. SWAT movie. But um, there is You're totally like, right. an exact copy of like the score with like Ed Norton and De Niro. There are like movies. Yeah, it's fairly fucking similar. And LL Cool J's in SWAT and, too. Yeah, I know. With but like you'll notice movies. like movies, the covers look exactly the same. And you can't differentiate between the two besides the names right. on top. Right. So that happens quite a bit with these shitty fucking movies where they're like, oh, this movie did well. Ghouls and Gremlins, I guarantee if you look at the cover, they look the same. Ghouls. And then ghouls look like gremlins, but they're ghouls. And they, I, there's got to be some of the toilet water. <laughs> ghouls movie, 2003. Uh, no, I think it's... Uh, 2008? No. Ghoulies, maybe. I'm sorry. It's Ghoulies. Ah, yes. Ghoulies, 84. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. they're so coming ghoulies. out of the goddamn toilet. Oh, they are. They literally are. I haven't even seen it. And they're coming out of the toilet. I made that up, and it's real. <laughs> it's real. Oh, ghoulies my God. Ghoulies 2, even still coming out of the toilet. Oh, Ooh, my God. It's the Ghoulies 2 and 88. Oh, my God. And then what, what about Gremlins? It's got to be something to do with water. Yeah. But um, Ghoulies 2, it's the same thing. It's Gremlins and Ghoulies and, like... All these Disney sequels. Yeah, I love Gizmo. He was the best, man. Fucking A. If I could own Gizmo. Gremlins 2, the new batch. uh, They're sitting in um, like a business chair. I mean, it's not the same. It's not the same. To make my point, I mean, if you look up, if you go to like a movie store like you used to. Totally. I used to go to movie stores all the time. I mean, I'm sure I used to like 
Blockbuster and yeah, Hollywood video. You see the cover, and I'd be like, "Oh shit, this movie!" And then I'd go find another movie with the same fucking cover. I used to do that as a kid, and you could do it fairly often. Yeah, where the covers look exactly the same, trying to like piggyback off each other. Definitely copycats. Absolutely. That's a pretty distinct theme. It is that, yeah. Um, And then the only other theme that I noticed. um, Let me get back to it. I can't remember what it was, but it wasn't. Nah, I think that's all I got. It's the uh, it's the cash grab movies. You already said it. It's like the the bullshit sequels that are like, really, Lilo and Stitch four. Yeah. Direct to DVD, the, something or other. Come the on. The kids want to do that. Yeah. The kids make money. The fucking kids. The kids, man. Um, but yeah, that it was it was really it was actually a lot of fun looking through all these and being able to see like, really that is a two percent. Yeah. This is a 7%? There was one we both had. Cobra, we thought was Cobra, both on this. And it's 11. But it's not. Cobra, or it might even be 10. It might be higher or lower, but Cobra, I was really surprised. I loved Cobra, and I still love Cobra. 13%. It's gone up. It has. Well played, Cobra. <laughs> well played. People are coming around. People are coming around. <laughs> I love Cobra. Cobra's great. It's got two fresh reviews, 14 rotten. Oh. oh. 2.7 average. Rotten? 2.7. It's only got 16 reviews? Yeah. <clears throat> Cobra. Cobra. Dated and unintentionally laughable. Cobra will always be best known for the catchphrase, you're a disease and I'm the cure. Yeah. Ironically, any audience foolhardy, foolhardy enough to brave this ugly movie is liable to stagger out feeling mighty sick. Nope. What a <laughs> shitty, shitty review. You think you're clever, you're not. Turn yeah. that into a Cobra idea. made that fucking awesome. That's right. Um, so let's jump into ours. Okay. So this is all going to be movies under that 10%. That's as of, what, last week, basically. So yeah. it's everything that has five or more um, reviews. And so it was weird for my list. It was weird how happy I got when a movie popped up that I was like, I love that movie. Yeah. I'm going to put that on my list. <laughs> like, oh, but it sucks. Yeah, but I love it. Yeah. Um, so my number five is I don't consider it a bullshit sequel. It wasn't any good, but the first one was, I mean, the first one was good, but it, you know, the second one was pretty much as bad as a good one. Major League Two. Ah! Major yeah. League Two, 5%. It really did. I was 5%. surprised about that, actually. Yeah. Major League Two got 5%, and I love those movies. Mm-hmm. And the weird part about Major League Two is that, I mean, for the most part, it had... It had the same dudes in it. It was, the same guy. It was like the same people. It was, it was the, same the sequel. Movie yeah. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. Same movie. So I mean, it had Tom Berenger. It had Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Off you go. Yeah. You're still the Indians. Yeah. You're great. You're riding Nothing's high off of that changed. off of that World Series win that you had. It's fantastic. I consider that Mighty Ducks too. Yeah. Which is the same. It's the same movie. It's great. All right. All right still They're great. just a little bit older. So that was my number five. I, I still love that movie. I might love that movie more than I like the first one. I'm not sure, but the first one didn't get below a 10%. Actually, let's see what the first one did get. Major League. Rotten Tomatoes. 82%. Really? Why such a drop? And a drop-off to 5%. Why such a... Rotten Tomatoes? People are fucking assholes. Holy Dang. shit. Drop-off to 5%. For no apparently. There's no reason. It's the same fucking movie. Yeah. It's the same movie. It hasn't gotten a lot of reviews, but 5% and like people are like, oh, it's 
it's not funny. It's just a shitty old movie. It's predictable. Roger Ebert said, The humor is so predictable, forced, and awkward that the actors sometimes seem like helpless bystanders. That was the whole point of Major League, man. (laughs) Come on. Raj. Yeah, but that was my uh, that was my number five. It was Major League Two. Yeah. What's your number five? Uh, Slapshot Two. Nah, that's a joke, man. <laughs> I didn't actually choose that. <laughs> Slapshot Two, featuring no one from Slapshot One. Who yeah. was that? Uh, Slapshot Two was one of the uh, Baldwin guys. Stephen Baldwin, Stephen maybe. Baldwin. <laughs> uh, it was pretty, fucking terrible, but it's not on my list. Oh my <laughs> god. Uh, Stephen Baldwin. Five on my list is When a Stranger Calls, the newer one. Yeah. And the only reason being is because I loved When a Stranger Calls back when I was a kid. And it fucking creeped me out. And I watched the newer one, and I didn't think it was that bad. It's still fucking creepy when you're like, to me, when you you call the cops, and you're like, someone's calling me. And they're like, oh, I traced the call. It's in your closet. You're like, oh, my God. (laughs) It still creeps me out. So, uh... That movie made my 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 um, my top five, and I don't know why it was so low. Yeah, I think it had some value to it. Watching it, like it had, it was entertaining. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't go into the movie. I've only seen. It. I didn't go to the theater to watch it. I, I've seen it in passing, but going into the movie, you're, you're not like. Oh, this is gonna be a, a fucking shit movie, or this girl is a terrible actress. You go into it and you're like, okay, cool. It felt kind of like hostage to me. Did you ever with that? Uh, yeah, yeah. It felt like that kind of movie where you're in a house and you're kind of trapped in your house and that, right? That sort of thing. Um, that I don't know why it's so eyebrows. low. That chick's Whew. eyebrows are bad, but she has some eyebrows. Yeah, they are thick. I, you're looking her up. Yeah, they are it's thick. not. I mean, bushy eyebrows. Not terrible. I'm not saying terrible. They're just. They are there. Yeah. They are the darkest of the dark eyes. Yeah, but you can, can you imagine that as a... Imagine yourself babysitting Chip. And then someone calls and says, Chip's going to die. And you're like, what the fuck? Where are you? Yeah. That's scary. <laughs> scary, man. Right? So, uh, why? Still. Why? And then you call the cops and you're like someone just called me. They're like, they're in Chip's room. And you're like, oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, where's Chip's room? I didn't know he had his own room. You mean Chip's, uh, he's on the couch now. Yeah, he's right here. Uh, I don't, he's right here. Uh, did I call? Uh, Chip, is that you on a cell phone? You bitch. You just called me saying I'm gonna die. To me, it's, it's still pretty uh, scary of a theme. Chip could do that. And it's scary to women in general. Uh, my in my top five. Mm, I wrote this in my original list. Uh, I made two lists, everybody. Yes, you did, and I really want you to go through both. I'll go through both. The the zero percent. I made a zero percent list, and then I made yeah. a, a, my which uh, is even more impressive, I think. My top five under under ten. 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10 yeah. yeah. So there could be some crossover of zeros, but there is one list that is five zero percent movies, yep. meaning nobody liked it. Everyone <laughs> that reviewed it said it sucked. Yeah. Everyone. And I liked each and every one of them. All of them. I loved all of them. So, how are we going to do that? Are you going to go through like... I'll just run them through at the end, I guess. Okay. If you, if you All right. Want. Cool, yeah. So, what's your number uh, Your number four? Uh, Ghost Dad. Ghost Dad. That's yeah. Right. You were so I... pumped about Ghost Dad. Yeah. You even previewed Ghost Dad earlier in the show. Yeah. I like Ghost Dad. Uh, he dies driving off a bridge, I think, from what I remember. I remember as a kid, and I yeah. remember really liking it. Um, I don't remember the theme too much now, but I remember something where he died in a car accident. I think, I think the theme is 
he's a dad, and then, it, but he's a ghost. Yeah. So he's like a ghost dad. Okay. <laughs> like he's a ghost All dad. All right. Yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it. <laughs> uh, that's it. And I'm done. Uh, he dies in a car accident, I believe, and then he comes home the same day, but uh, his kids, I don't remember if they can or cannot see him, but I remember he's wearing like a trench coat and a hat. Yep. Mr. Cosby. Yeah. And then he rapes children. The cab, he gets into a cab that is okay. driven by a maniac and crashes it. Off a bridge, I believe. And the next thing he knows, he's floating around and finds himself in the lab of scientists who said he's paranormal. What? I don't remember that at all. Elliot asks the scientist to send him back so he can finish the deal and make sure that his children are taken care of. I don't know. It was written by some douchebag with a Yahoo email address. <laughs> yeah, you can't trust that guy. Say what? It was written by RCS0441 at yahoo.com. Yeah. Let's email him right now. And say, and fuck say, you, man. You're tell us idiot. the plot of Goaf Gof yeah. Dad. Give me more about Goaf Dad. Because <laughs> I don't remember. Uh... I remember his kids being able to see him no one else was, so he'd bring him to like, uh, school stuff. Was this the prequel to... Uh, Raping women? Miss the Sixth Sense? Twas. Was he the original Bruce Willis ghost dad? Twas. Because Bruce Willis was a ghost dad in that movie. That should have been named Ghost Dad. Yeah, but he wasn't the dad of the kid. Ghost Dad too. He wasn't the kid's dad. He was just that's, dad. That's a good point. Yeah. But that should be ghost dad. He's too. these kids' dads. He's got a briefcase, see? And there's a door. And he's walking through the door with his briefcase. Oh my god. And his kids, all three of them, are like, you Ghost can't Dad? Do that. You can't ghost do that. Dad? Don't put roofies in my drink and rape me. This is a, a play on what's happening right now in court systems. Ghost with, dad. with Ghost Dad. With he brought girls to the Playboy Mansion and then this got uh, this got very deep raped them uh, who, there's who all knew, black and white pictures of uh, Ghost, Ghost Dad who knew Ghost Dad was, yeah. was that deep yep look at his pleated pants <laughs> okay and that's the bridge you died on in Ghost Dad yeah see Still, Still a Bill Cosby, Cosby and Ghost Dad, 1990. Dad. That's the bridge you died on. There you go. Perfect. See, he's being ghosty he's, and daddy. Being <laughs> Both of those. Very ghosty, very daddy, also yeah. very ghost daddy. I don't have much to say about the movie. I, uh, I enjoyed it when I was four. Great film. <laughs> <laughs> my number four is one that Tyler knew was going to be on my list. He just didn't know where it was going to be. Is Stealing Harvard. Stealing Harvard is the highest rated movie on my list at 9%. Just squeaking in there. At 9%, that is the movie, obviously, with My Name is Earl and with Tom Green. And from the minute I saw this movie, I knew, A, it was terrible, B, it was awesome, and C, it was hilarious. I still, when, I, there's still a scene in this movie that I quote all the time, and I even nicknamed a guy at work, Carl, because of it. Because, <laughs> so when they're going in to rob the little convenience store they're like all right let's uh let's go in but we need fake names so that when we call each other you know they don't know our real names so what are you gonna be and he goes and tom green's all serious he's like i want to be steve or he's like i want to be carl <laughs> yeah i knew a car i knew a guy in, in high school named carl he got two chicks pregnant man two chicks pregnant yeah carl or Kyle. No, you wanted to be Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. It's like Kyle. Kyle. You know, Kyle in high school. Got two chicks pregnant. He's like, what about you? Uh, Steve. Yeah. Tom Green's like, ooh, Steve. Steve, that's a good name. 
hey, wait a minute. I want to be Steve. He's like, you can't be Steve. You're Carl. He corrects him. Kyle! It's the best. Oh, it's it's hilarious. Uh, I'll send you all the YouTube uh, link because I send it around the office all the time. You can't be Steve. You're Carl. He gets his wrong. He gets his name wrong. He gets offended and corrects him. It's Kyle. I want to be Steve, but it's Kyle for God's sake. Um, so, stealing Harvard is. I mean, and it's it's. Don't worry about what the premise is about. I mean, it is about stealing Harvard. Um, but it's just it's one of those movies back in the days when Tom Green was making movies before Freddie got fingered before the worst movie ever. Uh, this one squeaked by, and I I actually really like it. So Stealing Harvard is my number four at nine percent. Number three, and here we're getting into the movies that I own. These three movies I own. Okay. My number three is a movie I was actually shocked was this low. I could have put it. At tw- it's Cocktail. Cocktail with Tom Cruise. Yeah. How the hell is that? A- it's five percent. I don't know. It's five yeah, percent. How is Cocktail five percent? Cocktail was a movie that knew what it was. It was about. Fucking movie making cocktails, working in a bar, and having an Aussie fucking owner that's just gonna teach you to make fucking cocktails. <laughs> but I love that movie. Yeah, how how it it doesn't. Someone had to be like, yeah, it was passable. I'll give it a yeah. I you know, I'll give it a I'll give it a five. I'll give it a seven. So I mean, you can't give it a two. You can't. I mean, what the hell? Who the fuck sees cocktail and goes hated it? I hate this movie for no other reason than I hated it. Yeah. Five fucking percent. And this might actually have more reviews than any of the movies on my list. That's 40 reviews. 38 of which negative. Why? I have no idea. Why? The critics' consensus is there are no surprises in Cocktail. A shallow, dramatically inert romance that squanders Tom Cruise's talents in what amounts to a naive barkeep's banal fantasy. Yes! That's what it is. That's all it needs to be. It's called... It's, cocktail. It's good at. It's not like aspiring to be greater than a cocktail guy. I know. It's called cocktail. You Seriously. gotta know that that's what it is. Seriously, he's just a fucking flair bartender. Yeah. That's all he is. Who cares? And you know who else is in it? Uh, Elizabeth Shue, who was super hot at that time. That's. What else do you need? You don't need anything else. And. And Brian Brown. And. And. Who? Brian Brown. <laughs> Brian Brown's the Aussie guy that was in... Yeah, uh, I love Brian Brown. That was in, uh, yeah, I don't know, whatever. That, I, I thought there, there was, was someone a, else in there, there but a, I guess it was only Brian Brown. There was a Ben Stiller movie he was in. Uh, uh, forgot, or Along Came Polly he was in. Oh, God. He was a risky that guy. should have been on my list. That's not, that's not low enough. I don't think it's, it's low, low enough. enough. So that's my number three. I am proud to own Cocktail. I might actually watch Cocktail tonight. I might actually. We might have to turn it on right now. I is just it, watch is it. it on right now? I'm pretty sure we can. I'm down it. to watch it right pretty now. Sure I love that fucking it. movie. So, uh, I'm on my number uh, three. Three. Uh, Bulletproof with an Adam Adam Sandler. There you go, another Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, Adam Sandler and a Wayans made it into this movie. So Damon, Wayans, right? it's a it's a proof in, in point that the Wayans make terrible fucking movies. I think it's Mr. Damon Wayans. Yeah, it is Damon Wayans and. Um, uh, Adam Sandler's character's name is Moses, which links back to the movie we just watched where That's Morgan true. Freeman's character was Moses. Moses. Boom. Boom. Six degrees. Oh, my God. Two Six degrees. degrees of ser- terrible movies. Oh, shitty movies. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, it's, um, it's a great movie. I don't want to go through them. I, I have seen that. One's a cop. One's a shithead. One has to protect the other, and then in the end, they protect each other. It's great. 
I've <laughs> seen that. I've seen that movie poster so many times. Uh, this movie poster right here, where they're all looking up at the camera. <laughs> yeah, yep. and he's got a fucking duster on or whatever. Yep, he's wearing. with handcuffs. Yep, he's wearing handcuffs and he's got a gun pointed at him. Yep. Yeah, that's the movie. Yeah. Damon plays a cop. Yep. Very, very copy in yep. that picture. Very copy. So uh, next in line would be cocktail, of course. So naturally, cocktail should be my number one of this, but uh, I've got another number. It should be, but it's not. Okay. So I don't know why I just said that. But cocktail, we went through the synopsis of cocktail. Shouldn't be. I don't think it should be this low. No. I'm really surprised that it's this low. Twenties minimum. As surprised as when I saw Cobra, but it wasn't actually. <laughs> right. That's how surprised I was when I saw cocktail. Seriously. And cocktail had to make my list because I was that surprised. It's yeah. It's it's ridiculous. I I don't know how. I mean, it's not great. Well, no one's no, pretending I'm it's not great. Saying it's good. But it's not one of the 728 worst movies ever made. No. Not even close. But the thing about Rotten Tomatoes is it's peer driven. It, it's not yeah. like it, it, it bases its. There's critic reviews and then there's people reviews. If a critic doesn't review it, it the movie's fucked. Mm-hmm. And then we base this off of five reviews total, which is usually well normal people reviews. True. Cocktail, though. Audience score, which is just everyone that wants to tell them yeah, what the yeah, fuck yeah. they thought, fifty nine percent. That would be more where I would put this movie. Right, around fifty nine percent. I'm not saying it's great. I'm not saying it's bad. It, I put it right with Cobra, where yeah. I, w- I don't want to watch it every day, but when you do, you do. There's a mood where I get. Yeah. Like, I put like Days of Thunder in there. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. When I want to watch a racing movie or a drink movie, I want to smell some. I put them both together. I put I, I stream those movies straight together. It's one. He goes from making cocktails straight to na- like racing NASCAR, and it's like he just sobers just up and he's just racing. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's great. Shake and bake. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's. I I'm still surprised at that. One that I was also surprised about, but pleasantly surprised because then it could make my list is my number two, which is Out Cold. Mm-hmm. Out Cold, the surfboard it. movie, yeah. or the you know the. <laughs> No, the snowboard. snowboard movie. The surfboard. I've been. Shit. <laughs> I've been I love that. No, I did too long. Um, the snowboard movie. For fuck's sake. Oh, there's so. It's just. It's great to just throw on and have in the background of like, I don't know, wrapping presents or drinking or being awesome. Doing <laughs> fucking being awesome or doing critical drinking. It's, I mean. I think that movie is... I was actually really surprised because that I would put up there, you know, on like a 50, 60% too. It's got 49 votes. Um, four of them being fresh, 45 being negative. Uh, it says, a party movie that substitutes surfs for snow. Out Cold will leave viewers just that with its gross-out humor and sophomoric plot. It'll leave them out in the cold because that's clever. Whatever. <laughs> It's not, I mean, it's hilarious that some of the best, I mean, Zach Galifianakis is in that movie. That's hilarious. Lee Majors is a douchebag in that movie. Um, what's his name? Jason London. Is that his name? From, uh, he's the main character from like, uh, whatever those Days and Confused or whatever. Yeah. And then, uh, what is, uh, what's the guy's name? David Koechner is, he's, uh. Champ in Anchorman, cowboy hat, right? Yeah, yeah, he's in there, and 
one of the best parts is when they're in the bar because the whole movie is like, okay, they're on this independent mountain, and then a conglomerate's trying to come take over the mountain and kick them all out. And they're like, no, this is our, you know, like that. <laughs> and then <laughs> David Keckner is like the local drunk and just <laughs> comes out and he's like, you know, been doing a lot of thinking and a lot of drinking. And I just want to tell you guys something. And they're like, what, you're gay? He's like, what? <laughs> How'd you know that? It's like, everyone knows, nobody cares. And then just one of the one of the pieces of that movie that I, I still quote to this day, obviously, I just did it. Um, but that that is awesome. Zach Galifianakis being I remember on the trailer actually this movie where they put Zach or Zach Galifianakis uh, passes out in his car, they start spinning it around and then wake him up. So he thinks he's like losing control and freaks out. It's just hilarious. It's just hilarious. Um, so that's my number two, Out Cold. Fantastic movie. I would recommend it to anyone. Believe that or not, I would recommend it to anyone. Uh, my number one now. My number one is a movie that I've seen more than some of my favorite movies. I own it. I've owned it for a long time. I bought it at one of those like blockbuster you know, no. Like one of those blockbuster sales where it's like, hey, here's you know all the shitty extra movies we have. And I bought it for the two names on the cover. And the two names were Ben Stiller and Jack Black. No. And that no. movie is Envy. Envy? Yes. On. Yes. No. I love that movie. Oh. I love that movie. I've seen that movie probably 10, 15 times. Just always love that movie. Christopher Walken is in that movie. It is hilarious. It's not good. And I don't even think it came out in theaters. I think it was straight it to DVD. I'm pretty sure it's straight to DVD. Loved it. Loved it. Watch it all the time. We'll still watch it. Even though I hate Ben Stiller, still will watch it. Jack Black. Amy Poehler is Jack Black's wife in that movie. Like, a good comedic cast. Jack Black, when he was back when he was funny and not trying to be serious. Amy Poehler, back before, she was like, big shot funny. Stupid. And... <laughs> <laughs> and Christopher Walken just being Chris because Walken. he's Christopher Walken and Ben Stiller when he was not trying to be funny because he's a fucking idiot and he yeah. I, I've said that I said that on our last podcast with Tropic Thunder I hate Ben Stiller anyways that's my number one love envy own it I've seen it a hundred times we'll watch it ten more times and then fifteen more times and then a okay. hundred more times what's your number one my number one went along with the theme that I noticed that I didn't mention earlier. It's a Pauly Shore movie. Yes. It's on it my honorable mentions. Be, yeah, I mean, I've got a Pauly Shore movie on my honorable mentions as well, but uh, In the Army Now yep. was, when I was a kid, I didn't like Biodome so much, but I loved In the Army Now, and I don't know why. Um, I just remember him getting like drafted, or I don't know if he voluntarily did it, or getting drafted to like, the Gulf War. Right. And it was just like he saved all of America for, by being a dipshit. And that was all of his movies. And that was literally every movie he was in. He was just a pile of shit. And um, yep. that's what I liked about this movie. Encino Man. Yeah. Jury Duty. Yeah. Um, and that's what I remember. Like, most of these movies that I remember in my top five were from my childhood. Like, Ghost Dad, Cocktail, when I was a little kid. Like, In the Army Now, When a Stranger Calls wasn't from my childhood, but When a Stranger Calls Back, the original, or When a Stranger Calls, the original, was from when I was a little kid. 
those didn't get rated so low because they weren't <laughs> shitty movies. <laughs> right, but uh, right. when it, when a stranger calls the remake, it yeah, I'll put it on my list. <laughs> um, yeah, so this movie it it, it, it fed a th- it, like it it fit a theme of the Polly Shore shit. But I also really enjoyed it, and I watched it a bunch. I just remember him running around in his underwear. I remember him fucking some chick, but I don't remember who she was. And I remember being like, ooh, he's fucking a girl. And I was like four years old or whatever. And I was psyched about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, and he saved the world. And I That's thought Polly awesome. Shore was Get the it. Sh- when I was a little kid, I thought Polly Shore was the shit. Turns out Polly Shore is just a fucking cokehead weirdo that lives in Los Angeles. That's, yep, that's the son of the guy who opened the comedy store. Or the two parents who opened the comedy store. Yeah, I've got some good honorable... Andy honorable Dick was in, uh, was in that too. Lori really? Lori Petty was in that, and Lori Petty plays like Ryan she in was Point like the, Break. The Dyke. Or yeah. whatever, yeah. She was like the lesbian chick that actually knew what she was doing. Right. Yeah. David Allen Greer was in that? That's right. Who was? David Allen Greer. Oh, yeah, he's the quintessential black guy. (laughs) Yeah. What has he been doing lately? Nothing. He's a funny guy. Was he? Was he? Yeah, he's born in 55. He's definitely not dead. Definitely not dead. Born in 55? He's like 60, though. He's old. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. I, uh, some of those movies, I'm, like, I really now want to go back and just watch those because... I think The Army Now is actually on IMDb, or on uh, Netflix. Let's watch it. Cocktail is not. I just looked. I mean, it might be on Showtime HBO. Showtime plays a lot of shit. Max do. <laughs> Perfect. We'll take a look. Yeah. Um, so, I'm going to run through some honorable mentions. Please. <laughs> As you have a fucking pen up your nose. <laughs> so, actually, no. Let's go through your top five zeros. Top five list. zeros? So, first, let me tell you, I have three zeros. So I will tell you if they match any of yours. They're on my honorable mentions. Okay. My zeros. Yeah. My number one zero is one of my number one favorite movies of all time. Uh, Really? Yeah. So I'll go through. So my number one zero is Firewalker. There are quite a a few Chuck Norris movies to throw Uh, on here. Firewalker was the one I threw on here just because I thought Firewalker (laughs) was the worst of the worst (laughs) of Chuck Norris movies. Um... Another one's 29 Palms with Chris... I've not seen that. I own it. Chris, you can fucking borrow it. Chris it's, Pine? No, Chris it's, it's, it's from probably 2003, maybe? Uh, Chris from... I think he's from uh, Party of Five? Oh, shit. Chris um, McDonald or O'Donnell? O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell? Chris O'Donnell. He was yeah. Robin. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Chris O'Donnell. Yep. Yeah. Uh... Three oh. was a low down dirty shame, which I don't know why it was a zero. Yeah. Because the guy's name was Shame, and he was a low down dirty shame. Low down dirty shame. Four, American Ninja, which was one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. Also, I've it was like a that. Chuck Norris movie, but without Chuck Norris in it. And he was like <laughs> Vietnam, like kicking shit, like ninja kicking shit. And then number one, zero uh, percent movie of all time. Mac and me. Yes, yes, me too. I love that movie. I love that movie movie when I was a little kid. I love it still. I haven't seen it in a while. Dude, but it the little the little fucking it was playing. I think it was a playoff of E. T. Oh, it had to be. It had to have been. But Mac and me had a family. They were everyone looked weird and had little. 
Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> like kissy mouths. So one of the things that I love too about Mac and Me is that when Paul Rudd goes on Conan O'Brien to promote a movie, he always brings a clip. And he always throws to this clip, but do you know the clip that it is? It's the wheelchair scene when he's falling down the hill in a wheelchair and Mac from Mac and Me. <laughs> so I'm gonna play it right now, because it's hilarious. Ah, oh, some fucking ad. No, but it. it is the... It's hilarious. So, And there's there's montages on YouTube where you can watch from Conan. Uh, Paul Rudd come and throw to this clip. He's like, oh, this movie, uh, you know, this new movie I have. Oh, yeah, let's let's throw to the clip. Let's <laughs> do this. Yeah, that was your... <laughs> yeah. Everyone whistles. They whistle. Family, yeah. <laughs> so, he's in the wheelchair. Oh, oh God. Oh, oh God. <laughs> 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 Paul Rudd will always throw to this clip. <laughs> he falls into the ocean. <laughs> and then... <laughs> oh, God. Such bad effects. Such bad effects. He falls off a cliff. I don't know. We're only halfway through. And Mac is, is very surprised. <laughs> This is a great podcast, by the way. You guys listening to us watch a YouTube clip. He's thrashing around in the water. He He's can't got his wheelchair strapped to him. He can't swim. He can't swim. Now everyone, now mom's coming down. Where? Is she got a bathrobe on? Now brother's coming down. Sister's there. Max still looks surprised. <laughs> What's going to happen? Oh, God. <laughs> Mac jumps into the water. There's no way he can this swim. Movie. He can't swim, but he can fly. He can fly. Oh, Mac, he's so strong. He just carries him right out of the water. I was drowning, though. <laughs> Did you see him? What? The little creature. The little creature. Oh, that chick. What was she from? I don't know. Oh, that's right. Dude, I want to watch Mac and me right now, Dude, man. Seriously. Um, that, oh, man. I feel so bad for my dad because he must have known that movie was fucking bad. But you I had a sleepover. No, I watched it a lot. That and like Pippi Longstocking. I watched a lot. Okay. But I remember second grade, we had a sleepover for the class sleepover. We watched like the stars. It was the end of the year. We, we'd sit outside and watch the stars. Yeah, yeah. In the movie, we watched Mac and Me for second grade. He must have seen that probably for the tenth time. And he must have been like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Why does this he idiot kid like out. this? He hung out with me and was like, yeah, he's good. You know? And my dad must have been like, what the fuck? Fuck, man. Like, why are we watching this again? He must have known back then, but I thought it was the best. So He kept watching it. So, are you going to expose your child to Mac and Me? I can't, because I haven't seen it in 20 years. So, you're going to watch it? And then expose I'll watch your child it now, when you have it? No, I mean, I can't even... I don't even know if I'll expose my child to E.T. Oh, I will. Absolutely. Will? Absolutely. Yeah, E.T. is one I, of those... Like, kids these the days have shitty, movie. like... They, they, they can't focus go. on anything. They focus on, yeah, Frozen. Because well, it's I'll put it on an iPad and then throw it in front of them. No. Boom. My kid's not going to have an iPad. They're not going to have a phone. They're not going to have a bedroom. They're not going to have a bed. <laughs> they're going to have a closet. And they sleep in the fucking closet. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, so my 0% list included Mac and Me. Also included NeverEnding Story 2, which I actually really have good memories about. Really good memories. Yeah. Um, and then Jury Duty, which is another Polly Shore that got zero percent. Yeah. Um, so now 
we'll jump into honorable mentions that weren't necessarily zero percents. Yep. So I have, and I really wanted to find a place for these on my list. Problem Child 1 and Problem Child 2. I fucking love those movies. I think they're hilarious. The one with... Uh, that stupid kid. Yeah, what was the guy, the dad's name, though? Yeah, Paul Ritter. Paul Ritter, right? yeah. Isn't that his name? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, he uh, he was the dad in both. Junior was the kid. They adopted him. Yep. You know, Kramer was in that movie at one point. He married some chick. The dad was hilarious. Yep. I forget what his name was. So Problem Child 1 and 2, Problem Child 1 actually got lower reviews than Problem Child 2. It's a 4 for number 1 and a 7% for number 2. Really? Believe that or not. In the Army Now is yeah. on there. You already yeah. talked about it. That's number that's 6%. Dunstan checks in. <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't know why. That was one really? of the like my brother I've never seen it. When we, like when I was a little older and he was growing up and he would watch that and I'd sit there and I'd Why is there a monkey Jason, doing this uh, shit? Jason, uh... Jason Alexander was in that movie, oh, yeah. and the little kid is hilarious. Um, was it? I liked it. Okay. Uh, and then the last two are Almost Heroes, okay. which is Matthew Perry and Chris Farley. Yeah, I almost put that on my list. Which is like they're Lewis and Clark, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then The Skulls. Okay. With Paul Walker and what's his name from that fucking Dawson's Creek show and Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Charlie Conway uh, from Mighty Ducks. Uh, uh, Adam, he's in a new show now. Actually, on Showtime. Steve, Steve, Steve uh, Fisher, for for sure. Paul McDermott. Paul I don't know. I don't know. Pil- but yeah, he's in a Pil- new Pil- show called uh, McDermott. The fuck is this show called? Amsterdam? Uh, no. Sure. But yeah, right. those are my honorable mentions. Yep, what mine are Kazam. <laughs> I know. I saw that on there. <laughs> Kazam is like a. I what? feel like if any Five? basketball players play like been in a movie, it's automatically that low. Except for Space Jam, wasn't that low? No, yeah. Space Jam is a good movie. Uh, Celtic Pride, which was about basketball. Yes, that's but, true. Uh, it, Another it Damon Wayans joint. It was the Damon <laughs> Wayans joint, but I'm surprised it was that low because it was Dan Aykroyd and. Was oh, it Dan Aykroyd and? It was Dan Aykroyd and Daniel Stern. Stern. Yes. Yeah, I'm surprised it was that low because I remember low. liking that movie as a kid. Marv uh, from Home Alone. Marv. Uh, Friday the 13th, number eight in uh, Manhattan. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, f- uh, Freddy yep. in Manhattan. Freddy got uh, fingered in Manhattan. Got, got a nine, yep. And then Biodome got a five. Did it? Yeah. I bi- did not see Biodome. Biodome. That would have been on my yeah. Polly Shore list. Uh, Babylon AD with um, Vin Diesel. I actually really liked watching that, and it got in, uh, seven. All right. There you go. So I don't know. Uh, I should have put that on it's there. It's honorably mentioned. Uh, Spy Hard? <laughs> I know. Got with Leslie eight. Nielsen? Yeah, I like that. that movie 43? Uh-uh. I, I couldn't watch Hated it. Hated it. Couldn't Hated get past it. the first scene, but it was like a hyped up movie with all these all these huge it names. Had 47 like, big names, right? Wasn't that the whole yeah. deal? And it got a 40. Or 43 or yeah, whatever 43. it was. Yeah. And it had 4%. It was the worst movie I've ever seen. What I, I couldn't get past the first scene. What I heard is like basically the Coen brothers who did it blackmailed all of these people into being in there. They're like, yeah, we'll do this for you if you're in a movie with us later on down the road. That they agreed to like way back when. Then they pulled all those strings to get and everyone was like reluctantly, fine, fuck you, we'll do this shitty, shitty movie. And it turned out shitty. Fucking terrible. So bad. Um, that's really all I got. Good. Yeah. I mean, 
out of the 728, I think we found some gems. I think we can agree we're going to watch Cocktail right now. We should watch Cocktail or right now. Or in the Army now. Or Mac and Me. Or Mac and Me. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, well, do you have any shout-outs? No. The dogs Toby have some shout-outs. Toby, Toby is, does. Uh, and Toby's barking at something. Dogs. Dogs. What are you got. barking at? Toby uh, shouts out to the dog outside. Yep. Um, I'll shout out to uh, the Standard Hotel. I had an awesome, well, it wasn't my holiday party, but Ashley's holiday party was fucking awesome last night. It's really cool at the Standard. I'd, I hadn't been up to the rooftop there. Super cool. Um, all right, well, hey, episode 69, in the bag. Hopefully it was uh, very erotic for everyone, being that it was uh, specifically numbered. Uh, but... Visit us on Facebook, visit us on Twitter, call us, go to our website, criticaldrinkingpodcast.blogspot.com. We actually have a phone number where you can leave us a message. We'll put it on the show, whatever we do. Um, and until next time, which hopefully is very soon, uh, we, will, we will see you later. Mm.